12 days to Christmas. You better buy those Tito Santana figures while you can. It's a Chick Foley show. Phil Gentile, a.k.a. the Hot Take Kid here in the Jimmy's Famous Seafood Studios. I have Sheena Phelps out in Honolulu, a.k.a. AKA the Queen of Pod Style. (laughs) (laughs) How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I am excited to get into um, a much more exciting episode this week than we had last week for sure yeah it's amazing when they when they recognize how awful the product's been how uh, how much it changes you know yeah those those low super low ratings lowest ratings of all time they kind of uh, move the needle a little bit yeah so we're going to talk about raw and smackdown a little bit as we get into our uh, tlc preview we'll talk about some of the uh, figures that sheena or i purchased this week and then get into some uh, questions from you guys and some giveaways and all kinds of stuff. If you guys want to give us a shout, you can. It's askchickfoley at gmail.com. We've got some good questions there. We have some tweets that you guys sent us with some questions that I sent out that I will answer here on the show. But uh, you can follow Sheena on Instagram is probably the best place. It's chickfoley. And I am I hate JJ Reddick on Twitter and Instagram. Always down for uh, some good wrestling chat. So hit us up. Uh, pretty big week, Sheena. Uh, let's start with Raw, uh, inside the squared circle here, as we, uh, as we talk about what happened on Raw. Yeah, um, if I gathered one thing from Raw this week, it was that Vince McMahon must be tuning in to the, the Chick Foley show, because yeah. it, was definitely, it was definitely a step up from what we've been getting the last, the last few weeks. I thought I, I really enjoyed watching it, and, you know, they came out, and Seth Rollins was, like, the voice of the fans, and he was kind of just, like, giving it to Baron Corbin, like, really acknowledging the fact that Raw has been kind of sucky, which I, I kind of appreciated them breaking down that, you know, fourth wall and, you know, really just taking what's actually happening and bringing it to the ring so yeah i was digging it yeah look how they blamed it on a character on the show that the show has been so bad you don't see that too much on tv shows where game of thrones is bad just blame it on uh, jamie lannister or something you know (laughs) yeah exactly but uh, it was a cool it was a cool promo by seth it called out a lot of stuff that fans i'm sure have been complaining about and i guess you know, it pulls back the curtain a little bit, but you ha- you kind of have to do it when you're what it was the worst ratings of all time last week for Raw, and you know I'm sure they were hearing it. Yeah, and you know, in a time where we know everything that's going on, I mean, I guess not everything, but we know pretty much everything that's going on behind the curtain, um, you know, via you know social media and all of the journalists and all of the all of that. Like, they kind of have to acknowledge those kind of things, you know. I mean, we can only suspend our disbelief so much um, until they just need to, like, you know. I think that's the way to handle it. Just you know, head first. Yeah, and they, they did make some changes. We'll get into some of the highlights of Raw before we get over to SmackDown. Um, uh, your boys, Rude and Gable, who don't have a name, you were pretty happy to see them win the tag team titles. I have a, a differing view than you, which is good, but uh, what, what did you think about this uh, first match of the night? We have new tag team champs. Yeah, I was super excited. I was I was really surprised that they won. I just wasn't expecting them to win. Um, and I really like that, you know, Gable is wearing the matching gear now. He's kind of retired the the singlet for the the trunks and you know, he's really he's got the robe and matching Bobby Roode. I just kind of love it. I love how I love when tag teams have like matching gear. That's just something that I love. I hate when they just look like they're just thrown together. So I, I was digging that. And then um However, I mean, it was a big win for them, and I was super stoked, and I'm excited to see how long they can keep it, but I would not be surprised to see them like lose it next week, unfortunately. I mean, if that's the case, why why even give them the belts if this is if there's nowhere this is going? Because AOP, the, the Raw Tag Team division is just awful. I mean, you look at SmackDown, you have, yeah. you have New Day and The Bar and The Usos, and I really thought they were going to build up AOP to be this unstoppable force, and then when they do get beaten by somebody at WrestleMania or somewhere – big then you then you build a, a second star but you know unless they're going to continue with gable and uh rude i think it's just basically a way to get them to feud together and then turn gable into a bigger a bigger face uh i don't really feel the need for this i mean aop hasn't had the titles for very long they didn't even get an intro on the show they just kind of showed up in the ring uh which is weird for the tag team champions and then the week before i thought they beat these guys and it was to, to say that they never got another tag team mat- title match again. So it was kind of, you know, I know from one week to the next, they don't, they're not super coherent, but uh, that was kind of confusing. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think definitely giving, um, the, I mean, that we, you said it best. I mean, the tag team division on raw is 
not very good, especially compared to SmackDown. So um, I think maybe I think maybe they're just trying to shake it up a little bit and see what they got. I mean, maybe they're planning on. I mean, Seth Rollins acknowledged that the revival has kind of been misused since they've been there. So maybe they're you know going to to bring them into play. Um, I really don't know. But the sad thing is, is like tag team wrestling as of late, like it's really good. Like the actual like wrestling and the technical aspect of it is really good. But I don't really care about the titles. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, care, yeah, like, yeah. who's got the titles. It doesn't, um, it really doesn't have a lot of meaning to me personally. I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there that have a different perspective. But even on SmackDown, like, I know the the TLC match, um, you know, with, the, with all those guys is going to be amazing. But, I mean, I don't really care who wins the titles. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's more about the action in the ring for those guys. And, and I think it's really started with NXT. They've elevated their game with a lot of the tag team matches. There's been some awesome feuds uh, in the tag team division. They had the Dusty Rhodes Classic, and that's kind of uh, jump-started the stuff down in NXT, and that's kind of filtered up to the main roster. So it's been cool to watch. Hopefully they do something with these guys. I don't know if they're going to make it into 2019 as the champs, but they're not wrestling on TLC for the titles, so maybe they do. We'll see. I, hopefully it goes somewhere. Uh, but I'm with you. I, I do like to see the matching gear for tag team wrestlers. This is good. This is happening as just as we're about to get a Gable and Shelton Benjamin uh, battle pack for uh, <laughs> for figures. So, <laughs> right. So right. I'm, I'm sure as soon as Rude and Gable get one, they'll probably split up. That's how it always happens. Yeah, that's that's typically and that, that's what happened to uh, Enzo and Cass, right? Like right before yep, yep. Uh, the Enzo and Cass figures dropped, it was like they were they were no more. So yeah, that's pretty much par for the course. Uh, I've given Baron Corbin some crap over the last couple of weeks, but he wasn't—he wasn't terrible on this on this episode of Raw. He was—he was a huge part of it, and it's cool that they've given him such a huge role on the show. They must have some good faith in him, as you know, speaking and doing promos and stuff. But the match with Seth at the end of the end of the night was pr was pretty good, and I liked it. Yeah, you know, I I'm the same. I've never been a huge Corbin guy, even when he was like rocking the the half bald like Venom look with the wolf shirt. Like I've just never been a huge fan of his. Um, but I do. I think he is a good character. I think it is kind of weird that they have this authority figure that doesn't really have any like you know authority, if you will. Like he's not really like. I don't know. He's a wrestler who they're trying to make into this like authority figure. And I think it's just, I don't know if it's getting over as much as it should. Um, but I do, I do like him. I do like his kind of like power trip thing that he's got going on where he's just like, you know, mad with power. I would like to see, I do like how you called yourself not a, not a Corbin guy, not girl. That was funny. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize. I'm, yeah. I'm the, with, you know, Becky Lynch has got me all tore up. She's the go. man. I'm the guy. There you I, go. Don't know, I don't know uh, what's what these days. I would like to see Corbin, and they hinted about it like a hundred times, but Corbin, McIntyre, and um, Lashley, that they're like all boys or whatever. They're you know helping each other out. Put these guys together and make some sort of, not, not corporation type of uh, faction, but you know, make them as like the kind of the – the guys that are running the show and, and picking and bullying on everybody until Strowman comes back or something. You know what I mean? Because they, 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 the three of them haven't been on screen together before, unless maybe they were in a Survivor Series match together. But they, they kind of hinted at it a lot, but they were never in the same place at the same time. Yeah, I think that's kind of just like dissolved a little bit. Um, again, it's just one of those things where like you can only have so many storylines you know but i do yeah. like i mean you know back in the day when they had like all the storylines really meant something and they kind of intermingled i mean if they could get back to doing something like that where all of the storylines didn't seem so segmented you know like kind of like off to their own little thing like if they all kind of intermingled i think that would be that would be cool for sure uh that was a great tlc match it was weird to see a tlc match while they're trying to get people to watch tlc but uh you know. Yeah, I think it was just kind of a just kind of a little teaser, just kind of you know get people get people hyped for it. It was the first what was it the first TLC match um, in how I can't remember how many years on on Raw. I thought that was pretty cool. That they just pulled that out of the hat. Yeah, and I think it was like 2006 or 2009. But uh, it was cool that uh, Seth Rollins brought up the fact that Brock Lesnar hasn't wrestled on Raw since 2002. How was that? Oh how was that? Um, you know, like I didn't even realize that like I don't know why that wasn't even in my like the forefront of my mind at all I mean I knew he wasn't there a lot but the fact that he hasn't wrestled an actual match since 2002 like I was I couldn't believe that that's pretty insane and how many what percentage of the last four years has he been the champion I'm sure I mean, you know it's probably <laughs> at least 80 percent of the time I was it's gonna crazy. say like 
Yeah, eighty to eighty-five percent. I would say, yeah, he's he's been the he's been the champ. Um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty insane, you know. Brock, I, when Brock first won the title and everything, I mean, I was a huge Brock guy. Like I, I girl, I did it lady, I, I'm a lady. Whatever it is, I'm a woman. I'm a, I am a woman. Yeah, I, I have to declare, I am a woman. Okay, so um, I was I'm a huge Brock fan, um, but I do like I mean I I get where everybody's like tired of the the title not being on the main show you know i do think it, it causes a little bit of a riff i mean i think it's cool every once in a while to have a you know to take it off tv but as much as it's been off tv the last four years i'm like okay mm ready for ready for something new yeah it does give it the big fight feel when you have it on pay-per-views but and i mean it it's it is crazy that i haven't recognized that brock hasn't fought on raw in that long it doesn't i mean he's he's been there it's mainly mainly for Paul Heyman to talk and for him to beat up security guards and stuff. But you know. yeah, he's he's been in like you know like scuffles and stuff on Raw. But I guess there's just, I mean it just hasn't been an official match, which I just I guess that's why it wasn't really I didn't think about it like that. Because I'm like he's definitely like done some fighting on Raw, but um, yeah, never a never an actual sanctioned match. Yeah, uh, so it, it was a, it was a definitely a better episode of Raw than last week. Uh, the the Rousey Nia Jax town. I don't know why they're doing these town hall meetings or whatever whatever they're calling them. Moderated by Alexa Bliss, who didn't say a single word the whole time. Nia, Nia just comes down like before she says something, and then I, I just I guess yeah. they just want Bliss out there to to keep her in front of people. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think they're definitely grooming Alexa. I don't know what's going to happen with Baron Corbin after Sunday, but I definitely think they're grooming Alexa to be in some sort of authority position, um, you know, where she might, I mean, I don't like she's obviously running the women's division right now, but I don't know if they have bigger plans for her or whatever. Um, but I hope it's something more than just this little, these little talking segments in the ring. But um, yeah, I, honestly, um, Rhonda's just buying her time until, she gets back in the in the ring with Charlotte um, because you know this Nia feud. I think it's lost a little bit of steam. People are just ready for it to be over, um, and it's just like I said, it's just a stepping stone at this point. Uh, so yeah, pretty good episode of Raw SmackDown. I I saw the first half of it, and I'm glad I saw this Daniel Bryan Mustafa Ali match uh, because I I've, I've never seen Mustafa Ali wrestle before. I don't watch 205 Live, but. Just watching this match really makes me want to. He was he was great, man. It was a great and you go back to the kind of contrast of Raw, seeing seeing the champion uh defend the belt. Bret Hart used to do this all the time back in the day against, you know, random random folks on Raw all the time. And it's just nice to have a match. It's refreshing just to have a, a title match. There's no storyline. There's two good wrestlers wrestling and it was fun. Yeah. Um, again, this is another reason why I feel like maybe Vince is tuning in to the Chick Foley show because what we our listener mail last week was just talking about these repetitive matches, how it's just the same old, same old, you know, like leading up to the pay-per-views um, without a lot of just like change up. Um, and then all of a sudden we get this like amazing matchup between uh, Mustafa Ali and Daniel Bryan out of nowhere. And um, it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm excited. I think it, we need a lot more of that 205 Live and NXT crossover. I got, I got to think Vince loves this Daniel Bryan uh, character. Just, you know, total vegan, hipster, asshole, you know, sweater-wearing <laughs> guy, hating on Mustafa Ali for, for driving an SUV. You know, it's it's it was it's great little, like, it built it up pretty well in the, that, you know, four or five-minute, you know, promo before the match. It was nice. Oh, my gosh. It's so great. Like, I just can't get enough of the new Daniel Bryan when he said, what kind of car do you drive? You're such a little man to drive such a big car. And, I mean, and, I'm and, like, he's – smaller than Mustafa Ali, which is what was so funny about that. You know, Daniel Bryan is actually smaller. Um, but yeah, I love this, this Daniel Bryan, the new Daniel Bryan. I just think he's great. I think he is just killing, you know, this, this new, this new role. And I'm excited to see where it goes. You watch uh, 205 Live and NXT more than me. Give me give me a couple names that you think maybe not permanently should come up, but would would benefit from a match like this, whether it's a tag team or a single per a singles wrestler. Who's somebody that you think would would get a nice rub from a nice SmackDown match once in a while? I mean, I think I think introducing Dream to people would be uh, would oh, be pretty call. mage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean. Uh, Buddy Murphy, you know, I love, um, I love Buddy Murphy. I think he's great. I think, I mean, obviously he's the, he's the champ, but, um, 
I think just introducing him to a lot a lot broader audience would be great too. Yeah, they kind of messed up 205 Live by kind of forcing people to watch the matches and changing the ropes on Raw. I think it's a, a much better home on SmackDown. You can kind of make it more organic, and you know, it's a two-hour show, so people are more likely to kind of tune into 205 Live on Tuesdays. So, Yeah, I definitely um, need to watch more 205 Live, but you know, like we've said a million times before, it's just like you have to pick and choose your battles, you know, and I know like I'm going to watch Raw and SmackDown, you know, um, yeah, yeah. but then it's like pick and choose like, you know, NXT 205 Live and then there's, you know, the Mixed Match Challenge and just oh, so much. So much. Yeah. yeah. If we didn't have full time jobs, it would be much easier. But yeah, uh, maybe one day we'll just be able to do this like full time and um, just watch wrestling 24 seven and talk about it. That'd be pretty great. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't <laughs> hate that. Uh, I don't know if my wife would like that, but, uh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> You uh, never know. Yeah, true. If she might change her tune. Yeah, if I'm bringing in the Bucks, you know. Uh, so we saw another rap battle on SmackDown after, uh, I think it was last year, the Usos and the New Day got into one, and now we introduced the bar to the fray. What did you think of that? Um, I definitely prefer the other the, the first rap battle. Um, I thought was better than this rap battle. Um, I always kind of cringe at these things, even though I thought, I mean, you know what to expect. I mean, it's going to be a little bit cringy. Um, but Ice Ice Shamey, I was just <laughs> like, what is this? You know, and they, I mean, they just like, they went all in, you know, like just shamelessly just doing the Ice Ice Shamey. Um, but yeah, the the mohawk through the, like, was it, what was it like one of those the Kangol, Kangol, the Kangol hats? hat? Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. It was great. Yeah, it was so bad. It was good. So that's, you yeah, know, that's the it's thing. What, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, just go all in and make the heel like not know how bad he sucks at rapping. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's got to be one of those things where you just legitimately are so bad that it's good. Because if you try to like play it cool and be cool, like it's really gonna come off awkward. I'm surprised they didn't go with the uh, the chalk line. Shout out to our buddies at Chalk Line. I know they make like uh, don't they make the bar jackets? They should have worn those instead of those. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't think they got the bar, but they had uh, the Fanimation jackets. Yeah, that would have been a pretty good a pretty good look for uh for them for sure. I do like the uh, the new day wearing the, uh, the the tuxedos from uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and nice Dumber. Touch. Yeah, I thought that was great. Uh, those guys have, and they I I would think by now the new day would be people would be getting sick of them and kind of, but still, I mean, we're going on what four or five years now with them. Yeah, they've done a great job at keeping themselves fresh and not like doing the DX thing where they're just saying the same three things over and over again. So props to those guys. Well, yeah. I don't know if you remember, like when they first came in, it was just like, you know, the power of positivity. Like they were, they were hardcore faces, but they like, everybody just hated them, myself included. And then they just, something happened and they just made a switch and, you know, I love them. And I mean, they do get a little bit repetitive and, you know, you know what to expect from them. They're going to throw pancakes. They're going to do all that and act crazy. Um, but I just, you know, I never get tired of seeing them. You know, I love the guy. There's a guy in the crowd. I don't know if you saw, but he had like a he had like a sign made, but he had a hole cut out for his face to catch like uh, pancakes in. Which was That's funny. awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the thing that makes them good is that like as as crazy and strange and whimsical as they are like they're all really good wrestlers too you know so oh, i yeah. think that that's another reason why they can get a, get away with it because they're just they're all really great yeah they have more than just uh the ability to the gift of gab yeah mm-hmm. what uh what do you think about some rap battle uh action pack figures or, or whatever you want to call them for the bar or, or any of these guys think, think that would go over well or if it's just by the time it comes out it's going to be old news yeah, it'll be old news, but it'll be it would be cool, I think, um, with the jumpsuits and the like. I said the the mohawk through the hat. I would I would definitely get that. I think it'd be cool. It's like you do battle packs of you know rap. I should do rap battle packs. There you go. Yeah, oh. super show down under. Yes, yes. <laughs> almost got it rap, right. Almost got it right. Rap battle packs um, would be so would be so mage. Yeah, and then do the like you said the Dumb and Dumber. Um, and I don't think the Usos didn't have anything different or they just were their same old usos i think i don't think they had anything crazy on yeah any other notes from raw or smackdown there was a there was a moment where apollo cruz and this was all over twitter so i don't want to say and i i was the first one to notice this but uh, apollo cruz picked up sasha banks in a position where it was very looked look as a female i'm not a female but it looked very uncomfortable I don't know if you saw the photo of that. I did not see that. What's uh, uh what was that? He had kind of I mean he grabbed her like a like a 
a gorilla press, but he had like kind of like a bowling ball grip on her. Uh, her oh, undercarriage no. yeah yeah i don't know oh, if he's just no. used to picking up you know 300 pound dudes or whatever but uh it was not uh, uh it was not pretty so i will have to i will have to check that out yeah <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure no offense was made oh no but, yeah yeah but um it's just one of those things like it's just the unfortunate snap photo that gets taken where exactly. you know um it's like the uh the is it the triple h when he's got Rhonda up um like about to power bomb. I can't remember who it is, the photo, but like, yeah, it looks very um, sexual and like, yeah. it's totally, it's totally not, but it's just an unfortunate snap of the, of a photo that like, you know, will live in infamy. I mean, as a male, it has to be hard. You know, you're, you're constantly picking up big dudes and like, you have to use all your energy and then you, you know, then you're picking up a 120 pound Sasha Banks, you know, it's probably a big change. So, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. So TLC this weekend on Sunday, it's a, it's shaping up to be a pretty nice card. Let's run it down here. We'll go through match by match. We can give our predictions, and uh, we'll see who gets the most right at the end of the day here. Again, you can follow us on uh, on Instagram and, well, Twitter and Facebook at Chick Foley Show, and then you can follow Sheena on Instagram at Chick Foley. And uh, we can, you know, she's usually live tweeting and live posting during during the matches. First, yep. first match on the card, it sounds like a match my three-year-old son would make. It's Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. Uh, this is a feud that's built up, I guess, over the last month or so with uh, Randy Orton trying to take off the mask of Rey Mysterio. It's a chairs match. What do you What do you think about this one? Um, I mean, let's be real. Both of these guys, I mean, Rey Mysterio, he's one of those oddities that, like, he still can go at, like, you know, 40-plus. Um, but, I mean, to me, Randy Orton's just kind of over his prime, and I feel like I'm not interested, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm surprised that this is a match. Usually, you would think one of these guys will be putting over, you know, a younger talent or something. This is not a match that you would think to see on a, on a pay-per-view, and... Randy Orton seems just to be a forgotten guy right now. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I think he'll. I think ultimately he's going to win this match. Um, but it's just like it. This match really has no. Like I'll probably not be watching super closely this match. You know, if the baby face is up and around, I'll be I'll be keeping one eye on the TV. But um, this isn't something that I'm like super invested in. Um, even even his feud with Jeff Hardy, I wasn't super invested in it. You know. Yeah, this is not Lucha House Party Rolls, whatever that is. This match, <laughs> this is a chairs match. Uh, I'm also going to go with Randy Orton here. I'm not too sure what to expect, but uh, I'm sure this will probably be one of the first matches on the card. I guess it, they had to throw in the chairs stipulation, but uh, this next match I'm really excited for. Buddy Murphy versus former champion Cedric Alexander in a singles match for the Cruiserweight Championship. Hopefully this isn't on the pre-show. What do you, what do you think is going to happen here? These guys are probably going to burn the roof down with uh, this match. Yeah, you know, um, they had a, a great match at uh, your favorite event of the year, the Super Showdown Under. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think Buddy Murphy's been a, a been a great champ, and I don't see them dethroning him anytime soon. I mean, I think it's going to be just like an, an epic match. Um, but I think definitely Buddy Murphy is coming out on top of this one. I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander. I'm going to pick the upset here. I feel like they're going to they're going to set up a, a you know a third match for them or something and keep this keep this thing going so i'm gonna go different than you here i could see that i just don't see like you know i think he's like as like i said been such a good champion i don't know what the what the point would be to uh dethrone him while he's on his on his up and come up you know mix match challenge finals ginger mahal and alicia fox against uh r-truth and carmella this uh, match, the winner, which I this is a cool stipulation. I like this. the The winning team gets the number thirty spot in the Royal Rumble this year on both male and female Royal Rumbles. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Um, I'm almost a hundred percent certain that whenever you know WWE crafted the mix match challenge, like this match was nowhere even near <laughs> the the finals. Like, I, I don't think they anticipated this being the, the final match at all, but just with all of the injuries and all of the, you know, things that have been happening, um, you know, this is what we're left with, which I think it's cool. I'm glad these these guys are getting a, uh, you know, their, their moment to shine. And I do like the stipulation with number 30. I heard somewhere um, uh, something that could be funny because, you know, that number 30 spot, like you're just waiting because that's going to be like the guy, like the most fresh 
person, right? And, you know, you want it to like come in and make a difference. And I don't see our truth, especially, I mean, Carmel, I could definitely do it for the women, but I don't see our truth coming in. And like, I think it's just kind of like a flop. It would be kind of a crappy way to end the rumble, you know? Um, but I heard somewhere someone say that they can see our truth coming in. Like, you know how he always gets confused, like coming in number 30 in the women's match and then like get like getting thrown out. I was like, that is so good. I would love to see that. Like that would be something that I would, I would pop for and I would laugh at and then actually get a surprise entrant at number 30 in the men's match. That would be funny. And I, I think our truth is also probably better at like coming in midway through the, the men's match and, and being like a kind of a comedic break for the match or something, but dance break. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go gender and Alicia Fox mainly because, uh, I just, I don't know. I just like those two a little bit better as far as legitimate winners for their Royal Rumbles. So, well, I think, um, I'm going with our truth and Carmella on this one just because oh, I damn. can see, yeah, I can see them staying together. Like they already have that built in chemistry and their built in little dance break gimmick that they got going on. Um, and I can see them carrying that through the rumble versus, you know, gender and Alicia, like they're just kind of, I don't feel like they have any true connection. Um, whereas I feel like there's already that built in, you know, story with our truth and Carmella. Now the match everyone's been waiting for tables match, Natty Nightheart and Ruby riot. You're going to be telling your kids about this one. Yeah, uh, I think that I think it's going to be great. I mean, obviously, we know Natty and Ruby can both go. um, And I mean, they've really, really went in on, um, you know, RIP on the anvil, um, which, you know, I feel like nothing's no pun intended nothing's off the table at this point like they've just really like dug in on that on that angle and um you know i just feel like natty has to win this one i mean what (laughs) you know (laughs) i think there's no way they can't let natty win after all the the shit that ruby has talked about the anvil like come on she has to defend her father's honor yeah, I'm gonna go Ruby Ryan. I feel like they're gonna they want to push her going forward, and Natty's a perfect setup for that. I think Ruby Ryan's gonna win. I have a, a feeling. I, 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 I hear what you're saying. They usually that's how it sets up, but I don't know. I mean, she did make that Jim Neidhart fathead. I guess I don't, that was a custom thing that she made. I they can't I can't seem to think they would sell too many Jim Neidhart fatheads. But uh, I'm I'm gonna go with Ruby Riot on this one. Hmm. Okay, well, yeah, we got some different differing opinions here. I know I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Uh, next next match. What do you want to talk about next? I think we should just jump right into uh, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose. Oh man, this is tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, not for me, but maybe for you. You go first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, okay, I lie. I w- I always root for Seth to win. Always. Um just because he's he's the man. Um, but I don't think this doesn't seem to be the feud that we thought it was going to be. Like I mentioned last week, kind of like I don't think it's going to be this long, drawn-out thing that you know has to come to some sort of resolution. I really feel like this is a stepping stone for Seth to get back into the main event picture. Um, and I feel like this would be the perfect time for Dean to dethrone Seth and take the Intercontinental title um so that that way you know he can be a contender for the universal title at at mania yeah i'm i'm with you on this one i think it's going to be some kind of schmoz maybe we we didn't even talk about on raw i I really like the Heath slater uh angle that they're doing with him as kind of like the the referee and and he's kind of torn doesn't know what to do is he's kind of being a heel but doesn't want to be a heel just to appease Baron yeah, Corbin. I wonder if that's going to come into play. That's interesting. I totally um, forgot about that. Um, but yeah, I wonder if that will come into play on Sunday. I'm thinking in one of the matches, that's a good a good way to kind of uh, have someone lose but not really lose. So mm-hmm. maybe it's this match. But yeah, I can see bigger things for Seth going forward into the into WrestleMania season. So I think Dean Dean takes the belt, and uh, I don't know who he feuds with at that point. But uh, maybe maybe Elias. That wouldn't be bad. No, that wouldn't be bad at all. But yeah, like you said, I can see Seth. I can see Heath, you know, um, because he almost got one over on Seth on um, Monday. But I can see him actually getting, you know, getting it over on Seth this, you know, and then that way Seth still stays strong. But Dean, it takes the belt off of him. You know, it's not a clean it's not a clean victory for Dean. But um, they've they've done what they're meant to do and take take the Intercontinental title off of him. Good call. Uh, Smackdown Tag Team Championship match, you know, a match we've seen. 
and in some iteration several times, but it's always a good match. The Bar, the Champs take on the Usos in the New Day. I don't know if we'll see anything super inventive here. I think it's going to be a great match, though. I think it's going to be fun, and I think of all the title matches, Sheena, I think this is the match we might see a new champion. I would, And I don't know who it's going to be, but I think this is a perfect scenario to get, get the belts off of them and maybe put it back on the Usos. And uh, I don't know if, if you agree, too. What what uh, what do you think of this match? Um, I, I Like you said, um, and like we talked about, you know, on at the top of the show, I think um, this is going to be a great match just to watch. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot going on. We know all of these guys can go. Um, I'm going for the Usos. I would love to see the Usos, um, you know, get back the, uh, the SmackDown tag, to be the SmackDown tag champions. I think, um, you know, that's that's who I'm pulling for in this, and I, I mean, I like the bar. I don't want to like the bar, but I kind of like the bar. And like the more the more I see them together, I'm just like, okay, okay, you're kind of winning me over just a little bit, you know? Yeah, it took me a while too because it, it was a weird pairing, and it kind of happened after they had like a best of five set of matches, and they were like, oh, it's just become tag team partners. But it's it's worked out well for both of them. I think you know, if you're not going to make Cesaro a legitimate singles guy, I think it's a perfect spot for him and. Uh, yeah well you know the heavy lifting it's it's crazy because you know we see them together as the bar now and they're such a good tag team that like you forget that both of these guys were like at the top of the card at one point like you know champion main event you know singles competitors um and to see them now like they work really well together i think we've talked about this a million times this is the perfect spot for them right now um just being a being a tag team um but yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about, you know, like these, these two guys were like, you know, at the, at the top of their game, like on, on the main event. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. Yeah. Seamus was the, was the champion at TLC, I think, mm-hmm. or Survivor Series. I think it was like what, four or five years ago. So yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, guitar on a, on a pole match. You know, live, live. <laughs> that's what I call That's exactly what I called it. Nice. It's so funny I'm glad you, you I'm glad we think the same way. Yeah. A ladder match with a guitar. And I guess the first person to get it would would uh beat the other one senseless with it um elias versus bobby lashley uh, i'm sure leo rush will get involved at some point i'm gonna pull with uh elias after he got beaten with the guitar on raw i would think that he's gonna get his uh comeuppance on this one but what do you think yeah i'm going with elias i think elias is going to is going to get to the get to the guitar and be able to just beat the heck out of lashley with it i mean they're they're really adamant about pushing Lashley um even though I feel like you know the fan base has really lost interest um but yeah I, I there's never any never doubt Vince's ability to try to push someone to the moon even when the fans are like saying no 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 yeah he just came back and it was automatically kind of a main event guy and he's never had a, a great gift to gab on on the stick but you know he can go in the ring, and he's got you know, obviously he has the look that that Vince is lo- is looking for for sure. So he looks like a main event guy. That's the that's the biggest thing. Yeah, he he definitely does. You know, and then after his clash with Roman Reigns earlier in the year, I just feel like he's just kind of been lackluster. You know, it's just not been he's just not been the um, the person that WWE needs him to be to be in that like main event picture. And I'm I'm pretty sick of him uh, bending over and spreading his uh, butt cheeks on on Raw. That's probably my least favorite it's, part of Raw. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's repug. So there was a rumor. I forget what podcast I was listening to, but uh, <laughs> this I I don't know what they where they got this information from. But there was a rumor that Bobby Lashley was asked to uh, do the Ace Ventura like talking butt thing. Uh, oh my god! He like he cried to you know the writers or Vince or whatever that he didn't want to do it, and and that's why you know I can totally see someone proposing that as like a you know a gimmick after a, oh a movie my gosh. that's twenty years twenty twenty five years old. Yeah, that sounds about right. Let's make a twenty. <laughs> let's make a. I think it's older than that. Jeez, I think it's like. Don't even so, tell me. Yeah, I know. Yet. I know. We're gonna make our. We're gonna date ourselves. But um, yeah, definitely. Like, let's make a twenty year old reference here. Finn Balor versus Drew McIntyre is the next match. No stipulations, no title, but two of the uh, most popular up-and-coming wrestlers on on the roster on Raw. I don't know who to pick here. Who do you got here? <sighs> well, both I of these guys need – I would say Balor probably needs it more, but both of these guys could, could benefit from a win here. 
Uh, yes, I agree with that. Um, I think McIntyre's got, already got the machine behind him. I think he's getting that push from WWE. Um, Finn has just kind of, ever since his unfortunate injury um, after he won the Universal title, he's just kind of been stuck in the mid card, um, which is not, I mean, it's not a bad thing, but it's just kind of like, you know, he's not, he's getting a little long in the tooth. He's not getting any younger. So um, I think I'm going with, McIntyre on this one. I think McIntyre is going to go over. I think they probably have bigger plans for McIntyre at Mania. Um, and unless Finn comes out as the demon and then, you know, then all bets are off because the demon can't be beat. Yeah, I think he's going to save that for something special. But, uh, that yeah, if he's the demon, it's a 100% win. Uh, yeah, but I think they'll say, yeah, like you said, I think they'll save that for a bigger. I don't think they're going to bust the demon out on TLC. So you got Elias in the, in the last match and Balor in this match? Yep, I got Elias um, getting the guitar, and then I'm going with McIntyre. Okay, I'm going Elias and McIntyre. We still have four matches to go over. This seems like this feels like a WrestleMania card. This is a lot of matches. I, I know 13. when I yeah when I was looking at the card, I was like, holy freaking smokes, man! It is loaded to the gills. And some of these, I mean, a, the thing is, is a lot of these matches are like top-notch matches so i mean i feel like they're going to be like 20 minute matches which makes me believe like some of the you know other matches are going to be like squash yeah exactly yeah good call you can't you can't make some of these matches can't make the bar usos a new day you know a short match or the women's title match a short match yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a long night but i think it'll be pretty fun uh let's yeah go, well let's... speaking of squash i think Braun. let's go into Braun Strowman yeah. and baron corbin um it's a it's a tlc match um you know if Braun wins if it, this is you know all contingent upon Braun even showing up um if Braun wins he gets he gets his chance at brock um if baron wins he becomes the permanent uh raw gm so um Baron's thinking he's going to win by forfeit. I don't see that happening. I can't imagine, you know, them putting that on the show and then him just winning by forfeit. Um, so I think what could possibly happen is Braun comes in and, you know, just squashes him. Like, you know, just a quick, just a quick squash, um, you know, and then that that's all she wrote. Yeah, that's, I, I mean, especially if he's injured. I mean, I, at this point, I think he has to be there. They've they've talked about him every single week. They're still promoting it as a match. I would think they'd try to shy away from that. We haven't talked about any kind of schmozzy finishes or, or run-ins. Maybe we see a Kurt Angle run-in here, and maybe that says something with him and Baron Corbin. But uh, I, I think you're right. I think it's more likely we'd just see a Braun win, a powerbomb, two-minute match or something, and just reestablish him as a, a monster yeah, I can just see Baron Corbin like standing out in the middle of the ring and then like, you know, waiting for Braun. And then like, you know, it's just kind of like that weird pause, like where they're waiting. And then he's just about to, you know, win by forfeit. And then all of a sudden you hear, Braun, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then uh, Baron Corbin kind of just shaking in his boots. I can, I can totally see that. Maybe Nicholas will come down with him too. You never know. No, <laughs> that would be, that would be awesome. The return of Nicholas. I think we have a Nicholas reference on every single episode so far. So we're doing, <laughs> we're doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Uh, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax for the Raw women's title. This, uh, I'm sure you're going to go with Rousey here as well. Nia Jax, uh, gave an awful promo on Monday night and continued to scream into the microphone and talked about how she didn't want to talk smack, but then talk smack for three minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, again, I think, like I mentioned earlier, she just, um, at, Rhonda's just buying time till she can, you know, get her, get her reconnection with Charlotte. Um, and Rhonda's, I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind that, Ronda's going over in this match. I mean, they're not going to take the title off of Ronda um, right before the Rumble. Could you could you see it? I've heard rumors that Alexa Bliss is cleared to come back to competition. Could you see her getting involved in here? Because obviously her and Nia are, are, are close. They're, they're boys, as you would say. You know, <laughs> <close. laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I can I can see that. Um, and then Nia having a feud with Alexa, you think? Like No, I would I would think maybe taking think taking the belt off of of, of Ronda or maybe just causing you know, just reintroducing Alexa and, and just having her pair back up with Nia. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know how that would work. Yeah, I, my opinion is that Nia is just going to kind of fade into the background and back into the mid card, um, and maybe something pops off with her and Tamina, or maybe Tamina causes her, you know. Um, 
causes her to lose the match, this match on Sunday. Um, and then, you know, her and Tamina break up and have a feud amongst themselves. But yeah, I think, I think they're pulling Nia down a notch after, after TLC. I want to see Tamina versus the, uh, the girl from SmackDown. I forget her name that the, from the, that's kind of like the fake MMA girl. What's her name? Oh, oh Deanna Perrazzo. Yeah. The, um, is that her name? Deanna Perrazzo? No. The, the one that's, uh, Oh God. Yeah. That's her name? Deanna Perrazzo? It's an awful name. I thought she had a cool name. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those two are like, they have never seen either of them win a match. So so maybe Tamina, Tamina lost again on Raw against Ember Moon. It's disappointing. But uh, yeah, I guess we both have Ronda in this one. Let's keep going. Let's go on to Dan O'Brien versus AJ Styles for the WWE title. Uh, this is, uh, mm-hmm. as far as Daniel Bryan's been rolling right now, you got to think he's going to keep it going. But... Uh, you know, AJ has a has a legitimate case for the getting the title back. Yeah, I um, you know, I I think AJ Styles has had his run. I think they're going to let him cool off a little bit. Um, he's not gonna. I mean, obviously, he's still amazing. But Daniel Bryan has all the momentum right now, and there hasn't been a ton of buildup for this match. Um, so I think I think the new Daniel Bryan is going over. Yeah, I'm going with you on that one. I think it's going to be some kind of schmaz. Maybe maybe we see Heath Slater get involved here. Well, that wouldn't make sense because it's a SmackDown match. But yeah, uh, I I think Daniel Bryan's going to keep it well into uh, Royal Rumble and something will happen there. Uh, the biggest match of the night, and I don't know if if you think this is going to be the main event. I think it should. Becky Lynch versus Oscar versus Charlotte for the SmackDown Women's Title, and that should be pretty fun to watch. What do you see happening here? <laughs> Oh man, this is this this match I think has probably the most um like like this is going to set the direction for the rest of, you know, like this year and into next year. Um I think it has the most to to offer us because they could go so many different ways with so many amazing outcomes. Um and personally, I think Charlotte is going to win the SmackDown title. Um take it off of Becky, which is going to give Becky the opportunity to win the Rumble. And, okay, I was thinking about something last week after we got off the pod, um, and it just kind of, like, blew my mind for a moment. I was like, I have to freaking mention this on the pod, because (laughs) if this happens, this is, like, total fantasy booking, but if this happens, like, I will be, like, so freaking pumped. Okay, so imagine this. Charlotte wins a SmackDown title um, sometime between now and, you know, the Rumble or whatever. So... Then Becky wins the Rumble, and so you have Ronda as SmackDown champion or uh, Raw champion, Charlotte as the SmackDown champion. Becky gets to choose which title she wants to go after. Becky's like, no, 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 I'm not going to choose. I want both you bitches. Oh, and man. yeah, so it is a triple threat for all the monies on the table, all the titles. And oh man, it, how would you pull that? Yes. The, the whoever gets the first pin would get the both. Yeah, belts? just just a, just a triple threat. You know, first wow. pinfall win, wins it all, and both the belts. So either one, Becky could just be the undisputed women's champion, even though she's the man. She could be the undisputed women's champion across both brands, or or they could use that as an opportunity to unify the women's title. Okay, so have one women's um, title, and then that would open up an opportunity to introduce women's tag titles. I like that. And then would you have the the tag titles go across brands as well? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that'd be Um, cool. I think that's... If if Becky Lynch is is kind of the next Stone Cold, it seems like a very Stone Cold thing to do to just give her both belts, you know, so... And she she deserves it because she's been killing it. She and, uh, totally deserves it. And can you imagine like how amazing it would be to see Becky like walking in with both titles yeah. over her shoulder, like one around her waist and one over her shoulder. Like I just can't even imagine. It would be so awesome. Do you agree this should be the main event? Yes. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I think that's just, this is the match everybody wants to see. It's going to be pretty fun. So overall, it's a pretty a pretty stacked card, like you said, and it's going to be fun. So we have our predictions. We both. So you're picking Charlotte. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's going to go to Oscar, but I'm not super confident in that. I just kind of want to be different than you. Well, what honest. do you think? What do you think that what's going to happen going forward? If Oscar wins, what would you think would? Uh... 
Uh, th- I mean, then then it would I would say something similar. I think we'd allow Becky Lynch to go into the Rumble and challenge Ronda, and then we just still see Oscar versus Charlotte, you know, down the road for the title or something. Just and that would just just I think the end game is just to free up Becky to go after, you know, maybe maybe the next pay per view she feuds with Charlotte, and then at the Royal Rumble she gets I don't know if she gets in and then wins it wins it and gets a shot at Ronda, but uh, gotcha. I, think, I think that's the end game, yeah. Okay, so um, correction here really quickly. Um, it's not Deanna Perrazzo. That's a totally different chick. I was just got them mixed up. It is Sonia Deville. There it is. Okay, yeah. Yes. It, I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that. Wait, now once you said that, I was like, maybe it's not her. And then I knew who it was in my mind. I could see her face. But then I was like, I don't think that's her name. <laughs> yes, Sonia Deville. Deanna Perrazzo, an NXT girl? It sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she yeah she is another uh, she's another wrestler, but it's just yeah I'm not it's just, she's not Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville, okay, cool. All right, I knew it wasn't yep. going crazy. All right. Fun uh, fact: Sonya Deville is dating Seth Rollins's ex girlfriend. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So fun fact of the day for you guys out there. That yeah. is a fun fact. Cool. I wonder how yes. that happened. <laughs> I don't know. So Sonya Deville and Seth Rollins are Eskimo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I can't wait till we get like another Bruce Pritchard podcast with someone who's been in the company from like you know 2010 till like now. Oh Just, my gosh, yes. I don't yes. know who it'll be. I don't know if it'll be like a Michael Cole in like 10 years or something or or what. Road Road Dog. Yeah, yeah, Road Dog. I'm sure he's got some stories. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that would that's going to be so awesome. Right, so that's our our TLC preview. Next week on the show, we're going to get heavy into Christmas, but of course we'll recap that and I guess talk about the Royal Rumble. Is that the that's the January pay per view, right? Yeah, and um, next week we're going to be doing the uh, the chickies. We're going to do our our wrap up for the for the year with we pick our top matches. We're going to have yeah, we're going to have some fun categories uh, for you guys. So Phil and I will get together and we'll we'll put together our top lists for the year of two thousand. We'll recap two thousand eighteen and give away the chicky awards. Awesome, and now it's time for our go figure of the week. Yes, one of our favorite segments of the show when we talk about all things toys. Right, so what did you purchase this week, Sheena? Oh man, so this could this could take a while. Uh, we had a big week over here at the at the Chick Foley house. Um, first of all, I want to shout out to uh, hashtag Fig Life Mom. It's Seth's mom, my mother in law, um, for picking up the Survivor Series and Fan Central Elites from a Walmart in Tennessee. They were out shopping for nightstands. They went down to to Tennessee to do that, and um, you know, they she was like, "Could you just tell me what figures that you are you're looking for? We're just gonna I'm just gonna run in here at this Walmart." So fig life mom did a run in scoop the whole the nice. whole series in one fell swoop and yeah it was pretty made you can actually go and see her cart um if you go to the chick-fil-a feed and scroll back a little bit she took a picture of her cart loaded with figures so um yeah i hope i hope to I aspire to be that type of mom someday yeah i thought that was uh seth's sister so uh good ups on uh on mom you know get some good genes there yeah she does have some good genes <laughs> Uh, yeah. that, that was just that was just for him to, to i want to hear his reaction to me saying that uh <laughs> yeah she got a bunch of good stuff man and i uh i picked up that carmella as well a ran this is so funny a random follower on tw- on her twitter account chick foley show he, he had just followed me or he i don't think he was even following me at the time he posted a picture i followed him and said dude can you grab me one of those his Instagram is Main Event Machine. He has a bunch of great pictures, but uh, definitely go follow him on Instagram, Main Event Machine. He bought the Carmella uh, figure for me and sent it out to me. Bubble wrapped it up, and uh, oh. I don't I don't even know this guy. He he like the next morning he was at the post office, sent it out. It got to me super quick. You know, I just you know obviously you know PayPal him or Venmo him, and uh, yeah. we got it done, man. So now now we're friends already. It's you know people helping people. It's a wonderful thing. The Fig Life community is uh, is a good one to be a part of. And uh, yeah, you had some other you had some other pickups too. I saw a big old oh. order from uh, from uh, Ringside, right? Yeah. So uh, well, we also got the uh, the WrestleMania 35 elites. So you know, um, Undertaker. We got Razor Ramon. We got uh, or sorry, Scott Hall, um, Triple H, Sasha Banks. We got the Attitude Era, um, Triple H, and then we got a basic John Cena, the Mom Jeans um cena from the audience when he was you know in the in the audience um and 
And then uh, we got Battle Pack 56. And we don't normally get Battle Packs, but anytime we got somebody, you know, in a, in a suit, we got we to gotta grab them. So um, we got the Kurt Angle in the uh, in the GM gear. That's the My Black Sun uh, Battle Pack. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the one. Um, and then we got a um, uh, King of the Ring. So Mad Reaper Studios. I don't know if you guys follow him. If you don't, you need to. It's at Mad underscore Reaper underscore Studios. I mean, he is a freaking custom figure magician. He made us a, uh, you know, King of the Ring 1998 Mankind, you know, the white shirt and the tie uh, and the brown tights. Because every time they've given us the um, Mankind in a white shirt, he's always wearing like sweatpants. Like we need the brown tights. And so now now we have it. Need them. I love it. Nice. And you you had some good pickups from WWE Shop. A lot of people Dude. saw that uh, the Bob Backlund Elite was on there. I didn't grab it in time, but you got some good stuff too. Yeah, we didn't grab it in time either. We we got it um, on the way from eBay, but yeah, we got Elite 63 and Elite 64. Um, WWE Shop was doing like, you know, $15 figs, which is uh, freaking amazing, especially considering like when you buy them from ringside, they're like, you know, $27 bucks, um, a piece. So yeah, we scooped that. We scooped the whole series of uh, 63 and 64 um, off of WWE Shop. Not sure how it took WWE Shop this long to be like to have current figs on their website when they actually are the company that makes them, or you know that you know obviously houses the creations has of license. them. Yeah, yeah, has the license, but uh, they they need to get more into that because that's that's pretty cool. And that, I'm excited to see you put up that Dusty fig. That's one of my favorite figs that's been out. Yeah, recently. it's. It's pretty awesome. The one thing I will say about that figure is it comes with um, some sunglasses, and the sunglasses don't fit on his giant head. Like they <laughs> they pop off. So um, that's the one drawback of that fig. Um, they they need to make little sunglass like holes in the in the figure so you could like actually pop the sunglasses on. Um, and a lot of people were really concerned that we picked up a Joe figure. Um, and I had to explain to some people on Instagram that Instagram Championship Wrestling needs some jobbers. Yeah, too. yeah, you gotta have you some know? people to lose, right? You need a Sony yeah. Sony Deville type character. <laughs> exactly uh but the usos in the in that series are freaking awesome like the they have the red gear and the vest and the you know the uh you, like what do they call those like the letterman jacket oh yeah um, yep. yeah it they are so awesome yeah those all those figures are cool i love that nakamura is that are those the true effects uh scans <laughs> With the hands? Yeah, they're the they're the true effects, and they come with the additional hands. And the Nakamura comes with like the you know his his little entrance hands. I don't even know what you would call that, but like you know the uh, ring finger down. Like um, you guys know that the Nakamura hand hand gesture. But yeah, yeah it, it's pretty freaking awesome. The only thing I'll say is like the Usos. Um, like I don't feel like the the removable hand or the interchangeable hands should come with every figure. Like I don't feel like they should feel like they have to give those to us because like for the Usos, for instance, like like one of them's just like a little bit bigger than the other. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. Um, I don't feel like it's really worth having extra hands. You know, like yeah. give us something else. I know, I know that Naya Elite that's coming out has the the, the extra heads. Is it, do any of the male figures have, have they had that yet? I mean, because no, the, you're right. They're the gonna hand, make. The hands are kind of like if they don't do anything with them, they're kind of useless. Yeah, they're gonna make us wait till the uh, like the Ultimate Series with the uh, uh, you yeah. know the 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 uh, Ultimate Warrior and Ronda Rousey and all of that. Um, so before they give us the male interchangeable heads, but yeah, that Naya with those additional heads and that figure is freaking beautiful. Um, that Naya Jax figure. Yep. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, I noticed that my local, I don't know if I noticed it or somebody from Instagram noticed it, that the, uh, the WWE retro figures are at five below. I love me some five below for five bucks, obviously. So I picked Dang. up, I picked up series four with Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Ric Flair, and Sami Zayn. And I'm waiting and hoping and praying that they get the uh, Series 5. That's the only one I need. Uh, I have Series 6 already. So, yeah, I need, I need the New Day and the, the Macho Man. But I bought some extra Ric Flair. So if anybody out there, you sent me one already, which I, I still have mint on card. But I have I bought another one to, uh, to pull out loose, let him breathe. And I have a couple extra ones in case uh, anyone wants one. You know, I'll sell, I'll sell it to you. So I'm, I'm yeah, really, I'm really ready for that Macho Man, though. But okay, but you need to. We need to have an intervention here. We're we're gonna have we're gonna take uh -oh. you take uh -oh. you to church real quick. Have an intervention because listeners of Chick Foley, if you follow I Hate JJ Reddick, uh -oh. I'm all about a little a little healthy peer pressure. Okay, he has 
like he just mentioned, all of these retros, like of almost like a full set of retros, and they are still in their plastic prisons. They are still on the card. Like you don't they like are, that, do you? It bothers you a little bit. They're suffocating in there. They need that fresh air. Like think about <laughs> that when you when you peel that bubble away from the car, those figures are just like. <sighs> And it just breathes life into them. I'm just, so, I'm just hoping that they're, you know, 20 years from now, when my son's, you know, a, a young, a young whippersnapper out there, they're they're worth something. I don't know if I don't know if they'll be like the Hasbro's were, but you never know. But you have you have all those you have all those loose Hasbro's. Like, how are you going to display these carded figures with these Lucy's? You know, you're right. No, you're 100 percent right. That's why I'm grabbing doubles of these ones that are showing up at five below, and then maybe I'll go back and grab <laughs> some of them. Yeah, you're, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I know you're, you're. You're speaking logic to me right now, but uh, you know, yeah. I, I'm. I'm. I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm hashtag toys are meant to be played with. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm actually. I've been trying to get my son to help me play with all the 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 ones I've acquired him all my Hasbro's before I put them in the Detolf Ziggler for Christmas. So. Hopefully we can do that soon. Yep, yep, yep. Did you see um, that Elite 65, the Eric Young? I, I think out of that series, um, that, well, I mean, the Nia, like we just talked about, is pretty awesome. But the Elite 65, Eric Young, we're starting to get all the sanity figures in the next few months. And uh, I, I'm pretty excited because that's a good start. That Eric Young figure is uh, freaking dope. It is, yeah. It's 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 pretty awesome. I'm not a big fan of the Ronda, the, the ca- business casual Ronda with the uh the contract signing where she's just wearing like a like an all black outfit it's kind of boring but uh dude it's uh, bullcrap that they're making us wait till the uh to the ultimate series to get her in her ring gear like why are they keep giving us her in her just like streetwear and also i already like bitched about this once on the pod but like her belly button her shirt is eating her like her belly button's eating her shirt like <laughs> you know these are elite figures like right? detail yeah. need to be details better. matter yeah, yeah. And I don't know why we're getting an Aiden English elite, but uh, that'll probably be warming the pegs. I like the the Rusev Day one; it's pretty cool looking, mm-hmm. and, and so is you know the Reigns one. Obviously, is you know it's a Roman Reigns. It's yeah, not, and you got the you got the shock the shock of hands, the extra shock of hands, which I'm super excited <laughs> about. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I picked up anything else. I got the Camarilla, I got the retros. Uh, uh, no, I'm. Yeah, it's oh, we got the uh, we got a build a figure. We got a loose uh, build a figure Teddy Long. <laughs> I forgot to mention that um, oh, to, to round out. Yeah, to round out the set. So um, yeah, like I said, it was it was early Christmas over here. I just felt like every every day a new box of figs was showing up, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you you probably know your UPS man by uh, first name basis. Yeah, no, we we the mailman gets pretty familiar with our front porch for sure. <laughs> nice. Uh, so that's what we picked up this week. We always want to hear what you picked up. Show us pictures. Send us stuff. Uh, we uh, we are always interested in that, so you can post them there. I just sent out my uh, the elite Finn Balor figure to Jose Sanchez, one of our winners from a couple weeks ago. I was super slacking on that. And we have 39 iTunes reviews, Sheena. We need one, one more. I, I, set the, I set the bar at at 40 we, we need Who's one more gonna be the one Who's i know i should have i should have just had my wife go on and do it so uh, <laughs> so i could say we had 40 but i wanted to read one from a good buddy of mine zach egloff he, he left a good review earlier to oh, i don't know when it was but it was it was probably pretty recent uh here here's what he said this show has become a welcome addition and a breath of fresh air to my regular podcast rotation Every day I get to listen to this show lights up my life like the 4th of July. The hosts are both great and have a wonderful rapport with each other, which really plays into this show's spirit. It's a nice new take on the wrestling podcast genre, and I can't wait to listen to it for years to come. Uh, listening, to the, listening to the Chick Foley show has changed my life. I got a raise, two brand new cars, a big mansion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all because I started listening to the show. And to add it to your list and make sure it's the first thing you do, uh, every time there's a new episode that comes out, so thank you, Zach. We appreciate that. He's yeah, the that's one. What we he, do. He's the one that made us those. Uh, I've been posting them periodically, but the the Chick Foley and the Hot Take Kid uh, Attitude Era pictures where yeah, me, me and you are Gold Dust and Marlena, and I have a couple other ones I'll, I'll send out over the holidays. But uh, thank so you, Zach. Doing, yeah, changing lives over here. Tune into the Chick Foley podcast. It could totally transform your life. Yeah, the most expensive free podcast out there. Yeah, yes. That's what they, that's what they say. Uh, yeah. uh, you have a good random merch of the week. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, I like to troll eBay and see what, see what kind of treasures are out there. Um, this week I found a, uh, Titan sports WWF action superstars autograph pin, uh, from 1991. It is a pin and it's got Hulk Hogan, like actually like half torso Hulk Hogan on the top. It's articulated arms. Um, and I'm assuming you're supposed to use this, you know, at, to go to all of your, you know, superstar signings and get and get autographs. Um, but you can get this this ink pen. It is on card. Okay, it is on card um, for the small price of $100 even and $9.45 shipping. You can get it before Christmas, folks. So. Oh, no, it's down to seven seventy shipping now. So that's a deal. Oh, yeah, that I just is pulled a it up. Steal. Yeah, yeah, they they really they're giving you a bargain there. Um, it does make sure you do read the description because it says it is not in mint condition. Oh, um, okay. so even for a hundred a hundred bucks, I can't even imagine what this thing will be worth if it was uh, in mint condition. It says our toys have not always led a perfect life, nor have they been treated as well as they should have been. But that's why we love them. So we try so hard to locate these items and find a good home for them. So if you're a good home for this autograph pin. You know, check it out on eBay. Um, I would disclaimer: if you're going to an autograph signing, I probably would not use this pin. Um, you may be a little disappointed with the way that your autograph comes out. It's probably, uh, probably filled with yeah. dust. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer, I definitely recommend um, sharpies and or paint pens for your all your autograph needs. I do love the balls to have a, a two ounce pen be uh, seven seventy shipping. That's uh, that's a good eBay. <laughs> eBay are right yeah. there, you know. Yeah, but, uh, they're like well, they're not gonna they're not gonna uh, take any eBay fees on this shipping, so you know. Yeah, you know, go ahead. Maybe, maybe it's same day shipping. I don't know, but uh, they it is in in Virginia, so you know pretty soon you'll be able to just drive there and pick it up yourself. Sheena. Yeah, unless uh, unless Hulk Hogan delivers this to my door, I'm not paying a hundred bucks for it. Here you um, go, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, if it is in Virginia, let's see what part of what part of Virginia is it in? Does it say Midlothian? I don't know where that is. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not it's not super close to. Uh, virginia beach but uh you know cool uh let's do our uh retro match of the wait a minute i didn't have pull it up. yeah retro wrestling recommendation of the week that's a that's a lot of rural rules so uh but yeah the tlc uh in the spirit of tlc this uh month we have a tlc match from 2014 it's luke harper um you know you were bragging on luke harper so i wanted to give you a little bit of luke harper Luke Harper action, uh, Phil. So this is when Luke Harper defends his IC title against Dolph Ziggler in a ladder match. Um, Seth is on commentary. Seth Rollins, for all of you people, and surely you know. Seth is on commentary, and um, it turns out like they started the match, and then it was announced that it was an it's going to be an IC title match. So um, definitely check it out. It is it is a good one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the. Uh, I think it was 2000. 2013 it was a, a hell no ryback shield tlc match that i would recommend checking out i don't know if it was a tlc match but it was on the tlc pay-per-view hell no ryback in the shield and uh, a, a pretty good match that had no real business being good it was right as the shield was kind of uh i think it was one of their first pay-per-views so uh definitely go back nice. and check that out yeah yeah that's that's a random team hell no and the ryback yeah, Mr. Ryback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's let's wrap it up here. We have a, a do we have a giveaway? Do we have something to give away this week? Um, well, we actually we have a winner of our last week's uh, giveaway, which was the Gustador custom belt, um, and we will be announcing a new giveaway on uh, on the Instagram this week. So make sure you tune in for that. Um, but we have the winner for the Gustador belt is uh, at d underscore andy underscore s he won so thank you so so much for entering our giveaways we love to uh you know we love to support our fans the people who support us so you know always be on the lookout for our giveaways and participate and we love to give you some good swag yeah and and post a picture if we send you something please post it on instagram or twitter because we we like to see that stuff yeah tag uh, it we'll repost you and if we get one more review i'm going to pick one random person on next week's show to give the uh Connor and Victor Elites mint on card. You can let them breathe if you want to, but, yeah. but you don't have to. Sheena's not the boss of you people out there. Don't have I'm to. I'm the man. I'm the man. But, uh, yeah, you can make them do. You can make them job out. They're they're actually pretty badass figures. Just uh, yeah, just FYI. So we need one more review. But if you haven't given us a five star review on iTunes, please do. It literally takes five seconds. 
I posted it and bugged all my uh, friends and family on Facebook, and maybe one or two of them did it. But I like you guys better than I like those people. So uh, give us give us some love there. We'll be back here next week, Sheena, to recap TLC, talk about some Raw and SmackDown notes, and uh, get into the Christmas spirit. Talk about some our favorite wrestling Christmas memories, our favorite Christmas movies. We'll get into all of it. Yeah, for sure. And make sure you send any and all listener mail to askchickfoley at gmail.com or you can hit us up in the DMs at Chick Foley. Just make sure that if you DM us, you use the hashtag um, uh, chick, uh, Ask Chick Foley. Sorry, Ask Chick Foley so that we know that that is listener mail and you're not just, we can read it on the show. Um, and you're not just sending us a message via DM. So DMs or Gmail account. So we got a couple, I know we got to wrap it up here. We're running short on time, but we have a couple good questions. Uh, this is one from our buddy Scott Caldwell. He is Hasbro WWE on Twitter. He said, if you could have a figure made in your likeness, which would you, which company would you choose? Hasbro, LJN, Galoob, Mattel, etc. So I'll, I'll start with you first, Sheena, then I'll go. Oh, this is a really good question. Right? Yeah. Um, mm. I can go first if you want me to. Go for it. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a Hasbro mark, so I'm going to go with Hasbro just because I love the old school feel. It reminds me of my childhood. the 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 pros to having a you know a new Mattel because you're going to have the articulation, you're going to have you know some accessories with it, you're going to be able to move it around and use it and play with it a lot more. But I feel like that Hasbro is it's just going to make me feel like I'm um, you know I'm wrestling Hulk Hogan every every time I see it. So that's why I'm going to go. I'm going to go Hasbro. Yeah, I was th- I was thinking Hasbro, but you know what? On second thought, um, you got me. I think I would go with uh, Mattel Elite because I need some accessories. I need I need the articulation. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mattel Elite. That's what that's what I would yeah, go you'd, with. You'd have, ha- you'd have the baby face with you. You'd have you know. Yeah, totally. They could put the Hounds of Justice in there, and I could you know they could eventually make a, a heel husband figure. We could have our own our own series. <laughs> nice, I love it. We should do that. Uh, mm-hmm. If you have a uh, listener question, for, uh, send it to us, askchickfoley at gmail.com. Uh, anything else, Sheena, before we get out of here? Nope, just listen up next week. Like you said, we're going to have an awesome show next week. We're going to do the chickies uh, as well as get in the Christmas spirit and talk about what happens at TLC. So we'll talk chickies. will be wrestling-related, wrestling figure-related. We'll talk about some wrestling video games, all that kind of stuff. So be sure to listen, folks. And uh, for myself and Sheena Phelps, Stay classy, Marks. We'll talk to you next week. Take it easy.